And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. Imperfect, the humanity of disability on and off stage. An exclusive interview with Regan Linton and Brian Malone. In the film Imperfect, a professional company of actors with disabilities defies expectations by taking center stage in a rendition of Chicago the Musical, capturing the raw, honest stories of the actors inside the production process and outside the theater in their everyday lives. Imperfect reveals a rare behind-the-scenes look at talented artists who push to succeed as professional performers no matter the obstacles. Brilliantly directed by Regan Linton and Brian Malone, this is a needed must-see film for our times. I love how this film opens. In the first minute and a half, there are no words, just you, Regan, getting ready for the day, getting out of bed, into the shower, out of the shower, into clothes, and out the door, all with the aid of your wheelchair. We get instant perspective in that silence that speaks so much about your reality and what you go through every day. It's scenes like these of everyday life that are seen throughout the film. So question is this, how important was it for you to include these intimate details of living with a disability and your story of performing with a disability? That is, do you feel that by showing aspects of both personal and professional life that will be able to normalize disability? Yeah, I think I think it's not as much about normalizing as it is about humanizing, um, because obviously kind of the, the definition of a norm is that most people will experience that. And while one in five people lives with a disability in this country, um, and most likely every person will experience some sort of disability under that grand disability umbrella before they die, um, it's not guaranteed that somebody will live with a wheelchair or live with autism or live with Parkinson's or spinal cord injury. Um, so I think, I think for us, it was more about showing those details that, you know, everybody gets up in the morning. Um, everybody gets up differently in the morning. Uh, and so because regardless of your situation, you are going to relate to uh, either those little little details of getting up or if you've done a theater play in the past, you know, the anxiety and the self-doubt that come into play. Um, so it was important for us to include those because they are the human elements and they're the human elements that regardless of who you are, what your race, what your gender, what your ability, what your background, um, you're going to be able to relate to those um, those things that connect all of us as human beings who who are working through all of our neuroses and all of our daily activities and and just trying to make it through make it through life and i think also those are often the details that we don't see when people have disabilities or differences, um, whether it's because of narratives, past narratives of shame or um, stigma uh, or just fear and misunderstanding. And, you know, there's a lot of taboo of like, oh, no, you don't want to <gasps> don't show somebody in the bathroom, or even though all of us go to the bathroom every single day. And especially when you um, are experiencing something, whether it's like being pregnant as a woman or um, having a disability, like those things are, are very 
present for us. Uh, and so I think we just, we wanted it to have a really human feel um, where it was honest, it was straightforward, it wasn't pulling any punches or pretending that these people were not um, who they are and, and dealing with the things they deal with. And so those details were really important to us. Well, you catch, captured them just in such a beautiful way. Um, you know, so so to your point, people are people, disabled or not, and yet often, often, those who are disabled are looked at and not seen. Talked to, not spoken with, heard but not listened to, there is this disconnect. This film, in my opinion, reconnects. So while different disabilities are acknowledged, it's our shared humanity that is amplified in this film. Um, from handling, like you say, from handling nerves on stage to managing relationships off stage, I don't know that I've seen anything with a greater opportunity to experience empathy, as I did with this documentary. With regard to the direction of the film, Brian, this question is for you. How were you able to achieve this to this incredible degree? Well, appreciate it. I, I... I, I appreciate you picking up on that because that that that's exactly what we were we were going for. <laughs> um, uh, you know, we wanted to create something that was honest and not uh, trapped into the the common you know pat on the back type of films that that. Uh, um, you know, most most films with disabilities tend to tend to fall back on. It's an easy easy thing to do, but we wanted to create something that was really genuine, and so so really, we just made a conscious effort to just get out of the way of the story. Frankly, um, a lot of it was just observing the room um, and and letting the magic kind of on uh, you know just happen in front of the lens just happen to you know point the lens in the right direction hope you're in focus and 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 i mean it was, it was really all the people that appear in the film that made it what it is you know what i mean it's just and and from my point of view just try not to color it uh at all and just try to to capture it as it happened and put some meaning to it in the edit which you know, I think we, which we 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 did, uh, in a respectful way. So that that's basically mm -hmm. what I was going for. Well, job well done for sure. Um, you know, so on that empathy note, I'd like to stay there for a moment. Um, and I quote: "I am an actor by trade. My greatest passion is being on the stage. It's the greatest experience of empathy." So you share this at the beginning of the film, Regan, the truth in your statement is seen, felt, and understood more and more throughout the film. In your experience as an actor, do you feel you personally benefit most from the empathy that you gain in your role or the empathy that you give to your audience? Where's, where's the bigger win for you personally? I feel like you set me up perfectly for this because uh, use the third option, which is like <laughs> both and or, and they don't exist without each other. All of the above. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, because 
you know, truly, uh, and I've thought a lot about this with this film that is a film about making theater. And so it's it's very meta, right? You have the people in the, well, hopefully soon in the theater who are gonna be watching the film. And then you have the people in the audience who are watching. <laughs> so there are all these audiences that are experiencing it. Um, but I think, you know, ultimately theater and film, we don't have, we don't have the art form unless we have an audience, unless we are, and the audience brings something to it, right? They're bringing their experiences in, the days that they've lived before they come to the theater, before they you know, come to see a movie. Um, and so you have to take them into account and they're an active participant. Uh, and so I think, I think it's it's a it's a give and take, and obviously, you know, theater is a live art form, and so you're kind of experiencing that in the room and that energy in the room. Um, and with film, it's a different thing where you have to be kind of kind of thinking ahead of the game of like what are people going to be experiencing, and therefore, you know, you have to place yourself in in their mind, in their perspective, um, and kind of. Uh, imagine what their what their experience is, and so both are both are experiences of empathy because um, just all around it's about thinking beyond yourself and thinking of like what is this person's experience going to be, um, how might they interpret this, how might they perceive it, um, and then just being thoughtful therefore about how you're crafting it, uh, how we're crafting what we're putting on stage uh, or on on the screen. Okay. Um, you know, so, uh, my husband and I, we, when we watched this film the other night, both of us in tears on and off throughout the whole thing, but from the very beginning. And, you know, I think we both had such an appreciation for the individual realities of the disabilities shared by each of the characters, each so different. And when it came to 29 minutes and 27 seconds, I cried a little bit harder when Erin Schneider uh, shared a bit of her story and that she had MS, um, I cried a lot harder. I was diagnosed with MS just over a year ago after losing mm. vision in my right eye. And um, it was interesting, it was so interesting because up until that point watching the film, I felt like I was outside looking in to the film until I didn't feel that way any longer. And so I can only imagine how people who don't have a disability at all feel outside looking in. So I feel that film is a beautiful way to bring people in. And um, so I'd like to say thank you for doing such a, a beautiful job with this film. But uh, beyond that, what else can we do? What else can <laughs> we do here to help people um, really get it? Um, Regan, you want to take that? Yeah, well, I mean, I'll, I'll say first, I appreciate that you had that experience. Um, and, I, and I think it was, you know, that was really important to us uh, to show a wide breadth of like what the disability experience can be. Um, because I think often there's such a, such a limited idea of what it means to have a disability, you know, and there's such a limited idea on the part of people who do not have disabilities about what that experience must be, you know, and often it's that it's tragic and you, you know, you can't live your life, you don't have a relationship, you this, you that. Um, so it was really important to us to push back against um, a lot of those, those assumptions or stereotypes and to include a lot of different experiences so that, you know, you, you don't know necessarily 
necessarily from every single person who's on stage throughout the film what their what their disability is but it was important to us at the very end during the credits to show kind of what what people's experience is so that you might get to the end and be like oh my gosh kevin has a traumatic brain injury and i had a traumatic brain injury when i was young and i was noticing that i was relating to him throughout and now i get it you know and so that people feel seen heard um, and recognized and, and significant. And then I think for the folks that don't necessarily have a disability yet, I mean, because again, we're like all temporarily without a disability. Um, again, I think it was really important to us to just build in those human elements. Um, I mean, most likely, even if you don't have a disability, you have a family member, you have a grandparent, you have, um, you know, other people, or whether it's just that have experienced disability or just trauma. And, you know, trauma looks different, but again, those, those kind of underlying foundational things where it can be like, oh, I'm watching this person struggle through this. I had a similar struggle and therefore we can connect and I can experience um, you know, an emotional journey with this person because I, I can, I know what it's like. Um, yeah, Brian, I don't know if you have thoughts. No, I, I think that's pretty much it. It's really more of just, you know, once you get past like the, 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 in the case of people with physical disabilities, what we're hoping to do is just really have people recognize maybe a little piece of themselves in each of the characters mm. in one way or another. And I think when 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 you recognize that that um, you know people, regardless of what they look like on the outside or what they have going on inside, you know, we all have very similar dreams. We all have very similar wants. And those things are 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 as human in one person as it is to another. And I think to me that the, one of the, the cool things about this film is, is that I like to think that it demonstrates that kind of universal, you know, feeling of, of, of human wants and desires. And, you know, for instance, you know, Adam wants to be a father, you know, why shouldn't Adam want to be a father? Why shouldn't he, you know, there's, you know, all these different little, uh, Lucy and her her you know her proud uh, uh, past of 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 you know commanding the stage or commanding a room wherever wherever she goes she's still a prima donna she might have been shaking uncontrollably uh, you know toward the end of her life but she's still a prima donna inside and to me that's that's pretty awesome so. You recognize those things in different people, those universal things that drive people. And it, you realize that like a lot of times in the case of physical disabilities, it's it's their body or if it's their, their mind that's firing a different way. It, there's just like these in, these invisible barriers that, that in the world we all live in and what our perception of normal is. There's just like this thin membrane that separates them from anyone else and it's a superficial membrane in in, in my view and so uh, I like I really enjoyed having each of these characters kind of like pop the balloon if you will and 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 break through that little invisible membrane mm -hmm. uh-huh oh well it's so well said um and uh, yeah in, in, in 
in regard to Adam, I mean, who wouldn't want someone to watch Seinfeld with? Um, you know, I mean, it's it's these are important things. These are basic <laughs> yes, it's downright un-American. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, and, and so to your point, then uh, again, that the film so beautifully unsiloed things, right? Because that's our problem with society. There's these silos that stand alone, but right. um, sort of reverse engineered all of that with this film. Um, you know, so one of my favorite lines, there were many, uh, one of my favorite lines that was so off the cuff and that I wasn't expecting in the film was from Lucy when she said, I'm going to act my tits off. And I just lost it. I love this line yeah. because it made me instantly laugh out loud. Um, it was the humor of the moment. It was that raw realness of the moment. Um, people with disabilities can be sassy and sexy, yet seldom do we see that. <laughs> so, that's but, Lucy, right? Yeah. <laughs> do you think that if people see these other sides more often that we'll see more inclusion, more understanding, like both on stage and off stage. Do you think if we just saw it more that that would, I mean, what, what do you think needs to happen here? I think that's a piece of it for sure. And I mean, we're seeing some, you know, the, the needle is, is moving very slowly, but it's moving a little bit. Um, you know, I, uh, get more and more acting breakdowns that are looking for people with disabilities to be in, predominantly in TV and sometimes in films. Um, theater is still, you know, they're working at it, they're, <laughs> but they're a little behind. Um, but, you know, I do think, I mean, if family shows us, the, the company family shows us anything, it's that from 32 years of them doing their shows in Denver, uh, you know, Denver has a very different awareness of, of disability. And I think everybody that has come to a family show comes in with their preconceived notions about what it's gonna be or who these people are, what the quality is gonna be. And then they leave being transformed, not just about the folks with disabilities, but more so themselves. You know, one of the things we've often heard over the years with family is people come in, you know, saying, oh, in the first 10 minutes, I saw the disabilities. And then after 10 minutes, they just disappeared. And it's like, no, the disabilities didn't go anywhere. What changed was your perspective of the disability or whatever fear or apprehension or uncertainty you brought in, that's what changed. And so I think that's hopefully what people will also experience with this film is coming in you know, with whatever preconceived notions and having that experience of transformation once you know, they experience something that is just purely human. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in many forms like you said you know the sexy the sassy the and i have to say because i lived as a person without a disability for 20 years and then you know acquired a disability um i can tell you without a fact the people in the disability community are some of the sassiest and sexiest <laughs> and most badass people that i have ever met um and you know because they they go through life on a different path and that really makes for very unique creative human beings uh and i you know i feel bad for anybody who lets fear get in the way and doesn't end up engaging with people in the disability community um because there's i mean i know it sounds like a, a cliche or something but it really is the truth they're just i mean extraordinary all of the people that i know in the community are extraordinary that is awesome that is awesome there's there's a little soundbite 
but from one of the actors, it didn't actually make it into the final cut, but um, one of the actors uh, says, you know, people with disabilities are are just like everyone else. They're they're talented, they're they're uh, brash, and sometimes they're assholes. Because guess what? They're just like everyone else. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We didn't put it in, but but uh, it's still one of my favorite <laughs> my favorite sound bites that I like to bring up. So it's a it's a good one, and it's 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 so true. Um, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. so you know your direction to the actors during callbacks, um, Regan. As you're moving, what can your body do that no other body? can do don't be judging and then you go on to say i want to see you bring your fullest self i thought what an important question and inspiring directive and it applies to all of us again speaking about us as just basic humans not just those with disabilities all of us from the stories of the actors and your own what is it that you want audiences to take away from Imperfect. What do you want them to never forget about what they see in your film? Hmm. Brian, do you want to go first? <laughs> There's a lot to take away. I mean, a lot, so. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I can go first. Um, I, I think, I mean, there's a reason we named it Imperfect, right? Because it's, it's about these amazing people that are not perfect. None of us is perfect. And yet we, I mean, and, and that quote, the one that you referenced, you know, what was really important for us to put in the film because we're always in, you know, we're always comparing ourselves. There's this artist, Taylor Mack, who said, uh, comparison is death. And I really believe that. I mean, uh, like not only psychological death, but it can actually lead to actual death. You know, if you live your entire life according to someone else's expectations or someone else's standards or, um, you know, and don't give yourself the freedom to figure out what works for you. And, and that was something that I learned significantly after my injury, where in the first couple of years, I felt like I was getting all these messages from other people about what my life was going to be now. And it was when I found family and found this artistic environment that allowed me to let go of all of that and just start building from, you know, each building block from the ground up um, in terms of who I was and what my body could do and all the things that were still available to me and letting go of like any expectation that I had previously um, and just living in the moment of everything that is possible. So I, I guess I hope that people take some measure of that away of like live in all the things that are still possible for you, you as an individual. Um, and when you do that, then I think you also have more of a likelihood of respecting that for other people too, you know, cause you're not comparing yourself. You're not judging yourself or other people. Um, and then, you know, we can kumbaya, live in all you know, peace and harmony, right? <laughs> yeah, so so I hope, I hope people uh, maybe maybe leave thinking, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw off a bit of those expectations that I'm taking from someone else from somewhere else, and and start thinking about like, what what matters to me? What am I passionate about? What can I do? Um, and and not not building a life according to 
um, external uh, expectations and sources. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Brian, do you have anything more to add to that? Uh, ditto. <laughs> I, I don't, I really don't have anything to add to that. I, I just hope the film speaks for itself. Um, you know, I just don't, I don't think there's anything I, I could say any better than just maybe letting the work speak for itself and, and hope that, that people get it like you did, which is, which I appreciate. Thank you. <laughs> well, you are so welcome. Thank you. I mean, I had just like insights like coming at me from all directions through the whole film. It was really just so well done. And to your point, Brian, how you're saying that just to stay out of the way and just to observe. And what if we could all do that, you know, in our lives? Well, there's a, there's a, um, I don't know, somebody, somebody wrote it on a bathroom wall or something. I, I grabbed a screenshot of it. It, it was, it was just funny. It said, talk, le listen, then talk, or listen more than talk or something like that. And paraphrasing. So I, I really, I think the most, the best thing I have to say is just, you know, maybe through the camera lens rather than anything I, I could say. So I just say, watch, watch, watch and watch and watch and vote. <laughs> there you go. Well, <laughs> I just can't, thank the two of you enough for your time, for sharing of your talent the way that you have. Um, I cannot wait to go and share and sing the praises of this film, which for personally to me meant so much and I know is going to mean so much to so many. Can't thank you enough for the beautiful job that you've done and uh, just for well, Thank you. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time and, and, and um, really just uh, I mean, investing your own time into it. I mean, uh, for for us, as you know, I mean, I'm sure you watch a ton of movies and it's sometimes the hardest thing to do is to get people to pay attention and get people to actually sit and watch the work we've done. And so, you know, I think uh, Reagan and I both, you know, are very appreciative of you taking the time to watch the film. Well, I mean, it's certainly my great pleasure. And, um, you know, I just, again, want to say thank you for helping all of us become a bit more aware now. Thank you. Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are aware now.